Hello friends, it's such a joy to come into your homes, your offices, your cars, wherever you are watching from right now. Welcome to a very brand new episode of Real Woman with Muke Adeyemi. It's been a minute, it's been a while, and I'm excited to bring fresh programming um, to you at this time. I'm your host once again, Muke We've been in challenging times, we've been in unprecedented times. Um, how have you been? How have you navigated this past one year or so, this COVID pandemic um, season, not only here, you know, in America, but around the world, um, the UK, Nigeria, wherever we are, and for those of us who are local in Atlanta as well, how have we um, um, taken these times? How have these times affected us or not affected us? Well, today we're going to be um, going to be sharing God's word and going to be encouraging us, and I trust God to flow and move, you know, in his power as his wisdom comes forth. Some of us may have lost loved ones um, and we grieve over their loss. And, um, but we are still here. At least if you're listening to me right now, you're watching this broadcast, that means you're alive. Um, you're alive. You might be going through emotional trauma there might be someone who is sick on their bed, or you're alive and you're still breathing, right? And we're going to trust God with you that God will come through for you. There's a story in the Bible. You know, Jesus always, <laughs> I love to read about his stories, his moves, his, the things he did. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, and he went about doing good. He went about doing good. So the Gospels are primarily, you know, um, stories of his exploits, the things he did and that were recorded on certain days. <laughs> um, so it says in Luke 13, from verse 10 to 13, that he came into, let me just read it. He said, now he was teaching one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years, okay? She was bent over. She could not raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he, he called her to himself and said, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. I like this particular story because one, it is a true story. It was a true story. We can relate with it. It's not a fairy tale like all the books that we read. Um, it's, it's not something that was made up. It really happened. And we are faced with challenges day in, day out. But this woman had a permanent, so to speak, challenge. It wasn't just, okay, today the weather was bad, and then tomorrow, but this was something that seemed um, not to go away. This seemed to be a permanent thing in her life until Jesus showed up. I don't know what you have called permanent that is keeping you down and you think it's over already. He showed up for her 
and he's showing up for you. I don't know what sales have been knocked out from beneath you, especially during this pandemic. Um, I don't know what has happened to your mental health in times like this, okay? I know what I went through just a bit, you know, during these times also. There was a season where I was like, oh God, help me to pray. Help me to really be up, up, up there. But you know what? God encouraged me. I said, you know, just rest, my daughter. Take it in your stride, you know. Um, so the season where I couldn't really pray like I wanted to, you know, I would listen to the Bible audio. I put, you know, the earphones in my ears and go for a walk and listen to the word and listen to good, uplifting gospel music that lifted my spirit. I think that was in the space of like two, three days. It was like, oh my God, what is happening? So don't beat yourself down. He said, draw near unto me, and I will draw near unto you. So draw near to the Lord. This story talks about this woman going into the synagogue, going every day, every now and then, bent over. She did not, I, she amazes me. Her faith is incredible because she continued to serve God. She continued in her devotion. She continued, so whether it's your Bible reading, whether it's your, you know, continue, don't give up. Um, it gave her stucco, it gave her, you know, at least she could hear the word of God. But her situation had not changed, at least on the outside. People might have made fun of her along the way as she journeyed each day or each um um, service day, this was the Sabbath, and she was on her way, yes. People might have on the way, you know, made fun of her, like, you're still in this condition, bent over. Being bent over, doubled over, meant that she couldn't see the sky. She could only see the ground. She could only see her feet. She couldn't see beyond. I don't know what is limiting your vision. I don't know whether you can only see this far, but the Lord wants you to be able to see afar off. You know, someone once said um, that it's more powerful to have your inner sight than even your physical sight. Because our physical sight sometimes limits us. But with our inner sight, we can see, we can dream. So probably inside her, she was dreaming. But physically, she couldn't see beyond her toes. But she continued in her devotion. She continued. And then this day, Jesus showed up. And he saw her. Beloved, the Lord sees you right where you are on your couch. He sees you right where you are, wherever you are right now, in front of your television set. He sees you, and he knows your pain. And he knows your challenges. And sometimes you say, Lord, take it away. Why haven't you taken it away? You know what? Continue in your devotion to God. Don't give up. Continue in your devotion to God. He's a good God. He is a good God. Whether he, um, he manifests that thing that we want, obviously, or not, one thing I know is that we can continue to grow internally. He wants growth. He wants transformation in our minds. He wants healing on the inside first before on the outside. I believe this woman was healed to a measure on the inside because she continued to go to the synagogue. 
she didn't stay home. She didn't, you know, resign herself totally to failure and totally, she continued to make movement. See, whether she was anticipating her healing, physical healing or not, we're not sure. But she continued with her life. And that tells me something, that on the inside, there was a measure of wholeness. There was a measure of healing. There was a measure of movement. Okay? And then, this particular day, to her surprise, it was the day that Jesus came into the synagogue. He wasn't in that particular synagogue every day. But on that particular day, he walked into that synagogue. Maybe the previous week, he was in another synagogue or right out on the fields, or in the boat with his disciples, you know, you know, or somewhere doing miracles or trying to feed 5,000 people who have gathered at his feet, you know. What were the chances? So I don't even think that she knew Jesus was coming that day, and that was why she went. He happened to be there. And what were the chances that he would see her and call her out? What were the chances? As believers, there are times we go for meetings, our church services, or we go for a crusade or some conference, and there are those who are anointed with prophetic words, and they might begin to call out people, and you're like, oh God, let them call my name, let him call my... Even if your name is not called and a word is given for you, to you, Jesus is there, and he expects you to key in and say, listen, daughter, listen, son. Whether your name is called out or not, listen, I'm speaking to you. So what were the chances that he would see her? What were the chances he would perform a miracle on her on a Sabbath day? But anyway, it's so interesting that um, Jesus said, woman, he didn't know her, just said woman. So he didn't, you know, it's like, hey, you stand up. You know, he didn't know by her, but he saw her and he knew something was off. And he... Let's take a minute to talk about Jesus right here. He took time to put himself out there because he could have, he did a courageous thing. And you ask me why? Didn't he come to heal the sick? Didn't he come to, it was the Sabbath, my friend. It was a Sabbath. You were not supposed to do any work, miracle or not. You were not supposed to do anything. Just go worship and go back home. And so he must have thought in his mind that, I know some people are going to criticize me for this. The Pharisees, the, you know, they are the far to see, and the Sadducees is always sad uh, to see. <laughs> but he knew the kind of um, criticism that he would come against, um, because he's seen it all, in, I mean, right from the moment he was born, growing up, he was already getting used to people talking about Hmm. You said your parents, you, your mom, the Holy Spirit impregnated your mom. Hmm. Indeed, you know, story, story, story. And so, but he took courage and said, I'm going to heal this woman. I'm going to touch her today. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow. I'm not going to walk up to her and say, uh, you know, today is a Sabbath. I would like to heal you. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we're told not to do any work. So, so come and see me tomorrow, uh, you know outside the church, under that tree. Tomorrow I'm healing. I'm going to heal you because I'm going to heal you. But right now I'm afraid of what people will say. No. He put himself out there and he called her to the hearing of everyone. All eyes must have been fastened on her because they all knew her 18 years for crying out loud. If she was 30, 
18 or her 30 years. If she was 26, 18 or her, or she was 36 or 50. But 18 is a long time to be that way. So that was her hallmark. That was, you know, that woman bent over. Ah, yeah, that, that was how she was described. Baby people didn't even bother to know her name. And so the moment he called her, everybody was like, what? Oh, And guess what? He says, he laid hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified. He called her and said, first of all, it was the word. And that is why I'm sharing, I'm speaking God's word to you. We, we let God's word go forth. He said his word went forth and healed them of all their diseases. The word of God has to have free course. We have to let the word of God go forth first because God cannot even come down from heaven and put his hands on us, but we can listen to his words. His words in the atmosphere scares demons. They tremble when they hear God's word being spoken from the mouth of anyone, even from the mouth of babes. The Bible says from the mouth of babes, when the word of God is being spoken, they, 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 the hand of the, the avenger is stilled. So the word of, God must, word of God must have a free course. And that is why some of us are not satisfied to just stay in the four walls of the building. We're like, we must come on the media. We must come on television. Yes, I must crash into your homes, into your television where you are flipping the channels. We must saturate the entire atmosphere of the world. As the waters cover the sea, the word of God must go forth because it's through, through the preaching of the word that people are healed, they are delivered, that they receive hope. Him calling her alone, she must have lit up inside her. Don't forget she was bent over, but her ears were still, she could hear, okay? She may not even have been able to see Jesus, but she had woman, you are loosed. And she knew that was her, and she was made straight. I don't know what's causing you to be crooked on the inside. You may not be bent over, your hand may not be crooked, it may not be a physical deformity, but it may be on the inside that we are bent over, emotionally, mentally, we're twisted because of trauma, because of life that has happened to us. Things have happened in our childhood, in our past, maybe when you were four, something happened to you and you're 22, so you've carried it for 18 years, you're like this woman. And you might be a man out there also. Maybe you were abused um, and when you were young. Yes, boys are abused to sexually. It's more prevalent with girls. Maybe sodomized, maybe whatever. And you've not been able to talk about it. You've carried it in your mind. And it's caused you to be twisted on the inside, though you look so handsome on the outside. Jesus is calling you. He's calling you by name right now, because as I'm speaking, I have that conviction in my heart and he's saying, be loose from your infirmity. Look to him, look to him, look to him. Even what COVID may have left you thinking, oh, there's so much loss around. Look to him, look to him and be healed today. So that's the word. He's setting us free from diseases, from infirmities, from trauma on our inside, He's shining forth his light through us. And his words carried light. And that was what hit the woman. Oh, and she was made straight. When she was made straight, can you imagine what happened? Her full glory appeared. 
people must have thought, wow, so she's this tall? Her true height showed. So many things that were there that were potential for came into light. She could add more value. Appreciation came for her, like, wow, so this is your face. You know, that kind of thing. They hardly ever saw her face before because her face was always facing the ground. Can you imagine? The devil is a liar. I mean, such bondage, such things that we go through. Someone might be listening to me, you have cancer, or your relative has cancer and is bedridden. We declare the word of God right now. Be loosed from that infirmity in the name of Jesus. Be made whole, for I come in the name of Jesus. Yes, he said, go forth, preach my word, speak, lay hands on the sick, and I'm doing that right now. You know, put your hand on that place where it, where it hurts and I command right now that sickness to go. I command the, the, your mental health to be restored. I command healing. I command clarity where there's confusion. I command and I speak for direction. I pray that you hear God's voice. I pray that you will hear clarity and that you will have your joy restored. I pray every heaviness of heart gives way to lightness. I pray beauty for ashes right now in the name of Jesus. Even in a pandemic, you can be whole, you can be joyful. You can still live an amazing life in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Glory. In this season of this pandemic, um, a lot of you, a lot of us have wondered, how do we go on with our lives? Some have said, okay, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait till this thing goes before I step out of the house, before I do anything. Um, some of us have put our lives on hold for literally a whole year. Um, we've done little or nothing. Some have powered on in spite of it, but many have um, just cringed and crawled into um, their shell. But this is what the Lord is saying to me. And we know right now, yes, we all go around with masks. We try to social distance to keep ourselves, you know, uh, protect ourselves and protect other people because that is the responsible thing to do. It's not a lack of faith to use a mask when you go out in public. It's not because you don't have faith. Even if you have the big faith, like without using mask, I'm not going to catch COVID, you know, and all of that. Yes, his word says we'll touch and eat deadly things and nothing will happen. But how about the other person in the grocery store? How about your brother, sister? Who is that young believer? How about that person who is not even a believer, who does not even have that strong faith, <laughs> you know, to not catch it? Um, so to be sensitive to others would make us do the needful, you know, and all of that. It's all out of love. But here's what the Lord is saying in my spirit. The Lord says, do not focus on COVID-19. Do not focus on Corona. Go about your lives. Do the needful, of course, wash your hands and, but go about your lives. Do the needful, but go about your lives. It's not like ignoring that it's there and being in denial, but the Lord is saying in this new year, do not focus on it and be stuck and be numb and be fearful and terrified of it. Live by faith, but at the same time, do not tempt the Lord your God. So do the needful or go on um, 
with your lives, okay? And that's why I'm able to do this recording from my studio. I have guys here that are, you know, recording that have put this together safely distanced <laughs> because I didn't record this myself. And we're able to do this and bring you fresh programming um, and now. So stay tuned, get set, tune in, same time um, to this very station, um, same time next week. Tell your friends, tag them, call them and say, she's back, you know, with full force and fresh episodes. And the Lord will flow through this um, programming like never before. You will not remain the same. May the joy of the Lord be your strength. May it be well with your families. May it be well with you um, in Jesus' name. So friends, follow me on social media. It's scrolling. It's right there below, um, right there on the broadcast at Nike Adeyemi. Simple. Visit my website, nikeadeyemi.com. Write me info at nikeadeyemi.com. Write me, um, let me have feedback, let me have testimonies. And if you want to invite me to speak, um, just send me an email, bookings at nikeadeyemi.com. You can find all of that in my website, okay? So till I come your way again, keep shining and it's bye for now. <laughs>